You are listening to a podcast of Risen Savior Lutheran Church in Chula Vista, California. Growing in faith, living in hope, serving in love, all to the glory of God. One of the biggest obstacles that gets in the way of people sharing their Christian faith is this fear. What if they start asking me questions and I don't know the answer? You are not alone if that fear has prevented you on occasion from sharing your Christian faith with others. Sadly, I must also confess that I on occasion have shied away from those conversations too for that very reason. What if they start asking me questions and I don't know the answer? Who knows if Philip had that fear? Even if he did, it didn't stop him from sharing his faith with Nathanael. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. But then it happened, as it so often does. Then came the difficult question. Can anything good come from Nazareth? It was a legitimate question for Nathaniel to ask in his own mind. There was nothing special about Nazareth. In fact, there were many that looked down upon Nazareth and its residents. So in Nathaniel's own mind, he made the conclusion that, that surely Nazareth is not the place where the Messiah, the, the world's promised Savior, could come from. And so it happened to Philip. He he, he shared his faith and then came a a difficult question. Can anything good come from Nazareth? And what was Philip's answer? We don't know. We still don't know because he didn't really answer it directly. All he said to Nathaniel in response to that difficult question was, come and see. Just come and see for yourself before you rule it out. Well, can we learn something from that? When we share our Christian faith with others, there might be some difficult questions asked of us. Maybe we could take Philip's lead and simply say, just come and see. Just come and see. Now, I know that there are other portions of Scripture that tell us we ought to be prepared to give the reason for the hope that we have. But isn't that exactly what Philip did? He he said to Nathaniel, just come and see. It's a good lesson for us to learn. Because it will happen. Difficult questions will be asked of us. There are people who are skeptical about our Christian faith and what we believe. And it's going to happen. Because they're people we know, friends, relatives, neighbors, people we work with. And when those difficult questions start to come, maybe Philip's approach is a good one. Philip doesn't even answer the question. He simply says, come and see. And so when it's our turn, when the questions are asked of us, rather than getting into an argument 
Rather than trying to ignore the question, simply say confidently, just come and see. Just come and see. And and please understand that correctly. We aren't saying to people, just just come and see our facility. We, We aren't saying to people, you just have to come and see some of our members. We most certainly are not saying, you just have to come and see the pastor. There's one thing we want people to see. There was one that Philip wanted Nathaniel to see, and it was Jesus. That's who we want people to come and see, because Jesus can make the argument for himself then about who he is as the Messiah, the world's one and only Savior. Now, I'm sure it's true that in some of us, there's that competitive spirit that likes to get into arguments about religion and try to persuade people with our our clever arguments. But nowhere in Scripture are we told that our clever arguments will work faith in someone's heart. It's the Apostle Paul who gives us a very good reminder. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith might not rest on men's wisdom, but on God's power. And that's the way it works, right? Think about your own situation. Why are you here? What brought you to risen Savior? Not the facility today. Not primarily the the people you would see here today. Definitely not the the pastor and and his eloquent speaking style. No, none of that. Jesus brings you here. It's the call of Jesus Christ that brings you here. Speaking of the call of Christ, that's what we witness in our text for today. These are the early, exciting days of Jesus' ministry the one the world had been waiting for for so long is finally on the scene and he's starting to take action, isn't he? One of the first things he does is he starts to to call his disciples. Now, I know that we read that Philip went and told Nathanael, we have found him, but it was the other way around, wasn't it? Jesus found them. It's so clear from the first verse of our lesson today. Jesus found Philip and said to him, follow me. And no, there were no interviews in the process. This was not Jesus hiring disciples. This was Jesus calling disciples. And already we see that Jesus, in his calling of his disciples, is a very, very different kind of a leader. A very unique leader. In fact, he is a one of a type, one of a kind type of leader. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Jesus' answer demonstrated his omniscience and his omnipresence. Two characteristics only God can have, and Jesus possessed them. That tells us something. Jesus already knew everything about Nathanael even before he met him. Jesus knew exactly where Nathanael was 
even before Philip called him. He, he was under the fig tree. Omniscience, knowing all things, omnipresence, the ability to be in all places at once, two characteristics only God can have. Jesus had them. Jesus is God. And that is what led Nathaniel to make the connection from the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote to this incredible confession of faith. You are the Son of God. It was Jesus who called him to faith and to follow. It is crystal clear here and everywhere in Scripture that Jesus is the leader when it comes to the call to faith and the call to follow. It's the case in, in, in his day with those disciples. It's the same in our case with Jesus' disciples today. We are further proof of God's grace. We are further proof of the power of Christ's call as we are here today. Because as we are by nature, as we are apart from Christ, all we want to do is follow ourselves. We are interested in nothing else. But look how far he has brought us. Look how much his call has changed us as we are here today following him. So all is good, right? Everything's just great. Jesus called his disciples in his day and they followed. Jesus has called us and here we are following him. All is great. Not so fast. Turn back to the beginning of the sermon when I talked to you about a certain fear we may have. The fear when we share our Christian faith that they might start asking us questions and we don't have the answer. Does that fear have deeper roots than that? We have to at least ask ourselves, as I asked myself this week, is it at least a possibility that there is that fear in us because maybe we have some questions of our own? Is it at least a possibility that there are those types of questions in us because we question the power and reliability of God's word? And anytime we have doubts or question the word, that's a direct question or doubt about Jesus himself. Maybe Nathaniel's question isn't so distant anymore. Maybe it's our own. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Now, if I asked all of you today if Jesus is powerful, I'm very confident that you would all say, yes, absolutely he's powerful, no doubt about it. But does it add up? He's all-powerful, and yet we see him early on in his ministry, and he has how many followers? A handful. And he's the all-powerful son of God. Really? Is, is that a question we have? Sure, Jesus promised Nathaniel that he would see great things. And he did. He, he's one who saw with his own eyes Jesus do some incredible miracles. But think about another thing that Nathaniel saw with his own eyes. Suffering and death of his leader, Jesus. What kind of a leader is that? 
And so maybe there's some questions in us too. What kind of leader is Jesus exactly? Maybe there is the fear in us that people will start asking us questions we don't have the answers to because maybe we still have some unanswered questions of our own. This is not me preaching down to anyone today. You think pastors are immune from those types of questions? When average church attendance in churches is 35 to 40 percent, you think there might not once in a while be thoughts of what's wrong? Is something wrong with the message? Is the message not powerful enough? And anytime we question the word, anytime we have doubt, uh, doubts about the word, we, ha- we have doubts about Jesus. Now it's starting to get serious in here, isn't it? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Now we're, we're not even addressing the obstacles others may have about following Jesus, now we're starting to think about obstacles and shortcomings we have when it comes to following Jesus. But there's good news. It goes back to our leader, Jesus. He is the unique, one-of-a-kind type of leader who possesses the ability and the power to remove those obstacles to our faith. Anytime you have questions or doubts, remember the name Nathaniel. He asked some difficult questions, and yet Jesus had the power to remove those difficult questions, to remove those obstacles, and lead him to the all-important truth, Jesus is the Son of God. Remember others who had some doubts and questions. Remember Abraham's wife, Sarah? She laughed at God's promises. You think about someone like Job who had reservations about the way God did things. You think about the prophet Jeremiah who questioned God's plans. And yet God removed all of them. He swept them away. He erased them all. And he has the power to do the same with us too. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Consider this. The one from Nazareth knew everything about Nathaniel. Everything. And the one who knew everything about Nathaniel is the same one who knows everything about us. Everything. Even the darkest, innermost secrets and sins of our life. But that is not what kept Jesus in Nazareth. That is exactly what led him out of Nazareth to the cross. It's exactly what led him out of Nazareth, his desire and love to save us and the whole world from its sin. And he did just that through his life, death, and resurrection. And that right there is enough to show that Jesus is a loving, powerful leader. But then on top of that came the call to us, believe, follow me. That he should call sinners is amazing grace. And that he should attach such power to that call that leads us to answer it. Nothing short of a miracle of God. And that's exactly who Jesus is. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Risen Savior podcast. For more information about our church, check us out online at risensavior.us.